Welcome to the Nutrition Tips Podcast. This is Gloria Sang, Editor-in-Chief for HealthCastle.com. If you ever make a trip to the grocery store to pick up a bottle of olive oil lately, you know how confusing it could be. Joining me today is Professor Dr. Roger Clemens. He is the spokesperson for the Institute of Food Technologists and a professor at the USC School of Pharmacy. He is here today to explain what those olive oil terms really mean and what you should put your money on. Thank you for joining me, Dr. Clemens. It's a delight to join you and your audience today. Thank you for asking. Now, cooking oil is always a hot topic on Health Castle, partly because we cook every day and we use the oil every day. Now, there are so many terms found on a bottle of olive oil, light, extra light, extra virgin, co-pressed, etc. What terms actually do matter and which ones, you know, really don't? Well, for all practical purposes, based on the regula- regulations that cover olive oil, the terms that we should really look for are this. Virgin olive oils. There are two types of virgin olive oils, but these are the kinds of olive oils fit for consumption. And within that category, they call extra virgin olive oil and virgin olive oil. And then there are olive oils which are not fit for consumption, and then olive oil and refined olive oil, which are the terms are used in the current regulations that cover this particular area. Now, what does co-press really mean? Cold press refers to the squeezing or the crushing of the olive oils without any, that's mechanical means, without the use of any particular solvents for extraction. We understand that there is a new standard by USDA on olive oil. Can you tell us more about that? Yes, it's really interesting about this new standard, which went into effect just really a few days ago. Uh, this standard actually is over 50 years old, and it was already in the regulations, but finally came to the surface because there was so much pressure and early interest by the consumer to say, well, when am I buying at the grocery store? So on, on the October 25, just, just a few days ago, um, the USDA issued um, a regulation to talk about what composes of, or the standards of grading olive oil and what that olive oil really means to you in terms of composition. I mean, there are contrary considerations in choosing one type of olive oil over the other, but for this segment, we are going to focus on health. Now, we know that olive oil is a rich source for monounsaturated fatty acids, a.k.a. omega-9. Do all grades of olive oil contain the same amount of monounsaturated fatty acids? That's a great question, really important for your listening audience. And they do not all contain the same amount. And actually, if you look at, well, they're intended to contain the same amount. Not all olive oils contain the same amount. It really depends on the tree, the location of that tree, the climate in which that tree was grown, uh, whether it was grown in Italy or it was grown in the United States. Uh, it's quite variable across the board. The flavor profile is much different as well, and the amount of allowable defects in flavor and odor are also variable relative to where the product was grown and the time of year it was harvested. So they have different grades of olive oil, and it's those grades uh, that have really come to the surface in an effort to educate the consumer what the quality of olive oil really means. Now, I went to the grocery store in preparation for this recording today, and I was surprised to find out that a, a bottle of olive oil can cost anywhere between $3 to almost $40. So how should 
a person? How should I choose one for home use? Does cost associated more with quality, or does higher cost also mean more health benefits? Well, that's another really important question, particularly in this day, these days where we need to be somewhat austere in management. The the olive oils are so different. Uh, if you just take a little, like you drink a fine wine, you, you kind of aerate it to get the aromatic compounds. Same thing is true when you're getting olive oil, particularly the extra virgin olive oil, and there are really standards for this. If you were to take a little bit of olive oil, like a teaspoon, just take a little bit of that and let it uh, sip through it, let it aerate it, like like you're whistling uh, inwards, you like you do with a fine wine, you will sense different aromatics come in, you and you waft them in, and you get a flavor profile that's really quite wonderful. Uh, some olive oils have a wonderful peppery note to them, particularly the extra virgin olive oils that come in from uh, parts of Europe, particularly Italy. And then you have olive oils which have a similar um, fatty acid profile like the oleic acid to which you referred, but really um, smells and tastes more like machine oil. Um, again, it's up to the consumer to decide, gee, what do I want? Do I want something that's peppery and luscious? Do I want something that's less vibrant in terms of flavor? And it's those subtle differences that really can impact on the uh, on the cost of your product. So in other words, um, more expensive olive oil does not always mean that there are more omega-9. It probably just means that it's just different taste profile or the quality that how it's made. Is that right? Uh, that's, that, that's actually right. That's very good. Uh, and you have to look at different qualities. If you look at extra virgin, it's virtually a defect-free in terms of flavor profile, quality, and, and aromas and odors. Uh, that's in the statute. That's in the law. When it comes to virgin olive oil, there are more defects. That is more stearic acid that's allowed to be in there. Uh, less, more, less, more, more debris is allowed to be there. Uh, more fat, free fatty acids, and the more, not more free fatty acid in there that allows to, to means the product will not be as stable uh, in on your shelf. And we all know that's really important. So these gradients, gradations or graded systems that the USDA has presented to us are really quite important as we look at quality. But none of these addresses the points that you so nicely presented. They have nothing to do with health. Health is a matter of perception, and that would take another assessment of what does this olive oil mean relative to my health. Mm-hmm. And we see that a lot of data coming to the service to address this very important topic. Mm-hmm. Now, we understand that uh, there's also consideration for smoke points. That's what some of the readers always talked about. Now, not all olive oil are suitable for heating. Is that right? Well, they can be. you can heat them. Uh, but you'll get different results. <laughs> uh, and what's really important for us to consider is that sometimes these smoke points um, vary on by the degree of, uh, of, of processing. Uh, you look at uh, smoke point, that is, that's the point uh, where there was a significant degradation or degradation of the oil. Uh, it gets to the point where it's smoking on you, that means that really you don't want to be using that oil. Mm-hmm. Uh, when it comes to olive oil, the unrefined, the unrefined that is the oil that you just pressed off the tree, has a very low smoke point, and, and you would expect that because mm-hmm. it has a lot of material in there that right from the olive, it hasn't been removed. 
And as you get to the extra virgin and virgin olive oils, uh, you'll find that the smoke point, depending on how it's planted, has actually increased. Mm-hmm. And then you have the real light um, uh, uh, olive oils, which are certainly available on here. Again, the saturated fats have been removed. Uh, all plants have some saturated fat, and therefore that you know, increases the unsaturated fat in that olive oil. As a result, it has even a higher smoke point. That is, it takes more heat before it will degrade and become un, uh, un, unacceptable in terms of eating. Good to know. Now, in a nutshell, this is probably hard to answer. Are the European imported olive oil have better quality or higher standard than the local, you know, uh, American-made olive oils? That's another great question. Uh, let me just say that um, there's an effort to to have a uniform or harmonize the gradations or grading of olive oil around the world. Uh, Yet, at the same time, trees in various parts of of the Mediterranean actually give a different type of olive oil, a different flavor profile, a different texture, uh, different pepper notes, as I mentioned earlier, than what we have here in the U.S., even though many of the trees we have here in the U.S. came from Europe. So it really depends on the geographical location and how the tree in the soil and the climate in which the olives are presented uh, that uh, they vary in their composition when you and I consume them. Personally, having been to uh, Mediterranean many times and, and, and enjoyed uh, the olive oils, of, of particularly of Italy, uh, I must admit I really enjoy the olive oil in Italy. Mm-hmm. It's this wonderful flavor profile. Uh, so I am personally biased uh, as a consumer as well as a scientist as I look and feel and use olive oils in the foods that I make to use something I've actually brought, brought home from Italy versus what I purchased, which is available here in the United States. Mm-hmm. I guess this is more just like wine that, you know, it all depends on what we like. In terms of health benefits, they're pretty much the same regardless where it's produced and how much, you know, uh, process it has gone through. It's more just the profile, the taste profile that you've been talking about. That, that's right. It really has become down to personal preference, and I think comparing it to wine is so true. As you know, we have so many varietals. Well, we certainly, in wines, we certainly see that in olives. Uh, even though the, the genus and species have remained the same, but we just like a vineyard, you see some variations from hill to hill. We get the same variation from tree to tree. So what we look for is um, as a good on source of a monosaturated fats, which is heart healthy, and probably in the future we'll be looking at some of these compounds that give these unique pepper notes, and maybe some of these compounds, as they are investigated by a number of researchers around the world may be part of that helpful picture of what we uh, come to enjoy as olive oil. Great. Thank you for joining me, Dr. Clemens. It was a real pleasure to meet with you once again. I look forward to working with you and your audience again. Great. Thank you. We've been talking to Professor Dr. Clemens. For more healthy eating tidbits and information about this show, go to healthcastle.com.